The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind, working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work? I feel sorry for me. <laughs> exactly. From the slurpy capital to the land of the newlywed and the nearly dead, it's sunny Florida with the Rod Peterson Show. I re- prefer the Sunshine State, Rick Regan, but that's okay. Uh, we are live for a second straight day at the Pompano Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. And it's hour two of the RP Show, proudly presented by our friends at Core Grain. And coming up this hour, more of your favorite sports talk. As uh, Moose is with us here in the bunker. Moose, I'm going to send a hearty hello. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are watching on Game Plus television right now. And they are saying it looks amazing. And uh, they want to know how they can get down here. (laughs) So, you know, as you've said, man. Yeah. I was a voice in the play in the CFL at the perfect time, and my 20 years were the perfect time. But I can say even more, I got to come down here. This is where I got to know Florida with those Rough Riders uh, mini camps from, for me, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, I think five years. And now they don't do them anymore. You know, so right. I don't know how the Winnipeg Blue Bombers would be able to get down here. Well, they do the free agent camp, and that's kind of what. I, but but that's also what I you know want to you know tell young broadcasters and the people who are working their way up this business or any business is they're going to watch this and they're going to say, I want to be Rod Peterson. I want to be on a beach. I want to be on the the Pompano Beach House. I want to be on that deck overlooking that show or that beach, looking and doing a show to thousands of people every day. That's what I want. Well, to get there, you got to go do what you've done right which is 30 years in the business and doing all these trips and riding the bus and getting all the stories and meeting all the people and doing all of those things and now you get to reap the rewards of your years and years and decades of hard work so well enjoy it as you say not not many would want to uh walk through the fire like i have to be able to get here that was your 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 line on that but anyways yes a shout out to the winnipeg blue bombers who are not playing this week they're enjoying a bye week uh, cooling their heels of what are they now six and one the cfl standings know. are all out of order yeah some guys have played five some guys have played seven anyways i see dalen sorry dalt dayton <laughs> greenway is watching on youtube 
And he says, uh, I don't know what he's referring to, but he says, only play for free on Bet Regal website is in the casino. No points for sports bets. Mm, I wouldn't know because I, I know you can lose points on sports bets. I know that because I've been doing it the last two weekends. Losing. But dang, is it fun. Oh, yeah. Man, like well, you, I'm literally watching the Alabama-Florida game right to the very end in the Brews, BRU's, Wingstop Sports Bar. Like right to the end. Not that it matters because that had a 15.5-point spread. And it was a two-point game. But, I mean, man, Darren, it's so much fun. Well, same thing for me. Like, I put three bets in on the weekend on the free play, the play for free sports book. And I lost the first two close on the spread. But I made it all back on the third one. And I, you know, it ended up being a wash, right? So it was uh, it was fun. I, st- I think I have right close to my 1,000 uh, bet regal points. So uh, I'll be letting her ride again this weekend. And tomorrow I'll have yeah, I my, can't say uh, date. my picks. I can't say the Dayton the Ticats fan is wrong that you don't win points. I've never won on there. I've just I know you can lose points because I lost 150. But you get a thousand free points a month at BetRegal.net, the official and exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show and the CFL. Dan Saravelli is watching. Dan, the situation. Saravelli is watching in Philadelphia, and he wants to know if Jimmy Buffett is playing on the beach behind me. Can you see Moose? How about can you see? That? Is somebody back there at the guitar? I don't think so. I would um, be in a reclining chair. But I yeah. am I am going to the Keys before this trip is over. And that's where they say he is very popular, Jimmy Buffett uh, in the Keys. Um, back on point, if there was one, where are we? Uh, we got so many things to talk about here. And, and Jack Eichel's really got people going. I guess yeah, I, I ripped some people. And I don't, in hour one, and I don't, Regret it. Um, where the heck is it? They're, they're saying something along the lines. Oh, here it is from Scott on YouTube. Jack Eichel is sickening. Ban him outright from the NHL. He's not that good of a player. How would we even know? Because he's been on such a terrible team, right? Is he the yeah. Sam Darnold of the National Hockey League? You're not banning him. I mean... I think the consensus around the National Hockey League is that that, uh, Jack Eichel is an elite talent still in the NHL. I mean, he's a very good player. We haven't seen what his potential is yet. But again, the great players can be good everywhere, right? No matter what situation you put them in. I think Connor McDavid, you look at him, he would be Connor McDavid on any team in the NHL. I really believe that. Will Jack Eichel be an elite player on any team in the National Hockey League? He should be. So I think people still, I think the narrative around the National Hockey League is that Jack Eichel is still a very, very good player, um, an elite player. But we won't get to see it in, in Buffalo. We'll see where he goes next. Uh, I appreciate everybody chiming in with the breaking news. ding a ding a ding a ding a ding from Northside YEG. Top line, morning skate in Edmonton, Hyman McDavid, Pugliarvi. Where's Neon Leon? They're, they're opening up training camp with breaking up McDavid and Neon Leon. I'm not sure I like that. CFL Hobo, Jason from Hamilton. Uh, obviously, he was at the game in Ottawa last night. Where the heck is it? The CFL Hobo said something along the lines of a great game, but rainy in Ottawa. We covered all of this last hour. David Asplund. Good morning, Rod, from Winnipeg. 
beauty looking outside. Um, it is absolutely beautiful here in Pompano Beach, Florida, which, by the way, <clears throat> this is what I meant to say going into hour two here, Moose. They say that we have the nicest friends where we're from and the nicest people live in the rectangle. They're nice, but my gosh, I cannot talk, explain how well I've been treated here in South Florida. I mean, this Ian dude who's serving today, I was saying how my back was getting sore. He rushes and getting a pillow, puts it behind me. I'm like, Ian, did you ever work at a senior's home? <laughs> he just had this care. He has this way about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've got three or four different sports bars lined up for uh, to host the show here. And uh, he's behind two of them, places that he used to wow. work. They're like, yeah, you guys, national television in Canada? We'd love to have you come do your show from our sports by here. By the way, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are, in fact, 6-1. and one. Hot take. Does anybody in the West catch the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for first place? And do the Edmonton Elks and Calgary Stampeders miss the playoffs for the first time in the same year in CFL history? Because, Darren, as I said in my commentary today on Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 FM, when you start talking about mathematical chances, that's when the fat lady starts. La, 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 la. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And we are into like every game matters now. And we're going to be, you, you talked about mathematical chances. We're going to be talking about that on a weekly basis where it's like, look at percentage of making the playoffs is 45%, but you lost. Now it's down to 35% and 20. And it's just going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. And Edmonton and Calgary, they need to win games, but now they need help too. So this is, this is going to be a West uh, division playoffs like, I, like we've never seen in some time. So, by the way, I mean, we are solving the world's problems today, live on Game Plus Television. Producer Clark says he knows what the issue is with Bet Regal. Gentleman went to BetRegal.com. Wrong website. Go to BetRegal.net, and the free sports book is there, and it yeah. works. So, go check it out before the weekend, and gamble for free and not lose any money. It's the best of both worlds. And Bob's your uncle. Yes. Bob's your uncle. John John Kirby in Edmonton writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, more than a dozen infectious disease and critical care doctors are calling on the Calgary Flames and Edmonton Oilers to drop plans to play games in full capacity arenas this season in Alberta amid the fourth wave of COVID-19. John, who let's just call the COVID-411 guy, says the doctors are warning them against filling their arenas. Are we touching that? I don't. Are we touching that? I mean, we can. I mean, I, I think you and I are both in the same boat where it's, you know, we want sports to play. We want fans in the stands. I think we want to do it safely. Um, I don't think the answer is to just stop playing anymore. I think now that we, you, you were vaccinated, we're pushing towards that. Everyone's asking for a vaccine passport. I know you can still get COVID even if you're vaccinated. But uh, I think the teams are, are you know, looking out for what's best for their fans and what's best for their bottom line. I think that's important. Um, I don't think we can be overly critical, but uh, it is something to follow. People are talking about it, but I think... Uh, you know, I think we're looking at probably having more fans than less fans in the stands. So tired of talking about it. 
which everybody is. Mm-hmm. By the way, where oh, uh, on the Prairie Mobile text line, got my double phones going here. From the dock in Edmonton. Writes in, he's watching on Game Plus television. He says, who's going to win, Tampa Bay or the Rams? Seeing two top receivers are out for Tampa Bay. Who's going to win? Well, at BetRegal.net, they got the Buccaneers favored by a point and a half. The game is in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium. I'm going to think you take the Rams to win straight up. That's what I'm thinking. And one of the best defenses in the National Football League, anchored by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. It's a long way for Tom Edward Brady to travel with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus two of his stud receivers, which includes A.B., who's on the shelf with COVID and God knows what else. I got to think the Rams are going to win this one. You? Yeah, and it'll be about can the Rams control the time of possession too and limit the penalties. Those will be the two big things I'll be watching. Can they keep Tom Brady off the field and can they limit the penalties and play disciplined football? We know their defense is good. We know Matthew Stafford's having a great year, a good start to the season anyways, um, and they've got weapons. So that was the question that kind of came up this morning as I'm watching some of the coverage, and it was, is L.A. the roadblock to Tampa Bay repeating? Is that the the, the biggest roadblock to Tampa Bay repeating? And I think it is. I think L.A. looks like a team that is a very, very legit Super Bowl contender. I've got Tampa and L.A. 1-2 right now in my power five, my top five. Um, It's going to be a really good game. It's a coin toss. I'll take Tampa just because uh, Tom loves to get up on these really competitive games and just to take the other side from you, but I can see L.A. winning this game. It'll It'll be tight. Well, that was easy. Were you watching the segment on Get Up this morning about best bets in the NFL this weekend? I mean, I, I was sitting here going... You and I could fill at least an hour, maybe two hours, talking about the best bets in the National Football League this weekend. And there are some deliciously sexy games. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I think it's interesting. It's interesting that, again, I go on the radio in North Carolina today. They used to call to talk about the CFL and the NHL. Now they're calling to talk about the National Football League. Like, it's it's just mind-boggling to me what what the NFL is doing. And, by the way, back to what we were talking about an hour ago, why is the CFL struggling in the mud with these low-scoring games, no big plays, and is it catastrophic for the CFL? Because you and I have been talking on the phone every single day since I've been down here, and I'm like, Darren, my mind's drifting away from the CFL. It's drifting away from the CHL because you're ensconced in a football hotbed. And it's also an NHL market here, an NHL market. I told you I, last weekend I spent with the Dolphins people. This weekend I'll be spending with the Panthers people. Um, the CFL, they're, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and the product, the thing about it is, is the product has always been so good on the field that it's you know covered up any of the other things that are going on. Whether it's a lack of marketing, whether it's the NFL pouring millions and millions and millions of dollars into the Canadian market to try and capture this this, you know, 33 million dollar or 33 million person fan base, this market. It's a big market, right, for the NFL. It's it's like grabbing New York, right? Um, which is one of the bigger NFL markets. Um, I think the product has been so good in the Canadian Football League that it's overcome a lot of these things. Well, when it's not great, like, and we're running into that a little bit right now, now you're starting, you'll start to see the effects and people will, will stop tuning in. They won't watch as much. 
They might still follow the scores, but there's still opportunity. If the games get great, we get down to the playoffs, down to the wire, and the games start to really, you know, rise to the top again, we might get back to it. But you're right. Like, if the games aren't entertaining, it doesn't take long for something else to grab your attention. Why people love this show so much is the interactive nature, might I say the addictive nature of the show. Uh, CFL Hobo in Hamilton, Jason says, no one's catching the Winnipeg Blue Bombers unless there's injuries. Calgary and Edmonton might be out. Wow. We're going to make a note of this because I want to talk about it when we come back. Moose about A.C. Leonard and his three-game suspension, two games for the failing to provide a urine sample and a third for abusing the drug uh, tester guy because everybody wants to talk about that and that's cool I I wanted to talk about that earlier this week and I forgot but I'll leave you with this in this segment to close segment one we're brought to you by core grain doing the right thing for your farm regarding those doctors in Alberta with what they're saying Northside YEG watching in Edmonton on YouTube says, yeah, TSN has a story on their website. They have posted last night about doctors calling for no fans. I'm concerned about it. Listen, doctors tell you not to smoke and they tell you not to drink too much and people still do. At what point are we just going to put a warning on the tickets and say you redeem this ticket at the Saddle Dome? You may catch COVID. Like, come on. Surgeon General's warning. Going to the game might result in a positive COVID test. Take your chances. I'm not anti-doctor, but come on. We got to live. We got to play sports and fill these buildings. And if you're scared, stay home. We'll be right back to the beach house. Pompano Beach, Florida. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. I'm surfing through these comments. There's a ton of them. Sports update before we bring the moose back in. And we are live, by the way, from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, with Canada's daytime sports talk show. You're on, Moose. Hamilton's third-string quarterback, David Watford, picked up his second straight win on a rain-filled night as the Ticats defeated the Ottawa Red Blacks 24-7 at TD Place Wednesday. The win allowed the 4-3 and Ticats to take sole possession of first in the East, while the 1-5 and Red Blacks dropped their fifth in a row. It was their 11th straight home loss. Tampa Bay Rays were able to clinch their third straight American League playoff berth, but not before sparking a little controversy. Austin Meadows hit a three-run homer that propelled the Rays to a 7-1 win over the Jays. Meadows' blast occurred long before teammate Kevin Kermeyer was hit by a pitch, which appeared to be retribution for scooping up a Toronto scouting report two days earlier. Long story, don't ask. Let's just hope the Jays and Rays meet in the playoffs. Um, And the NBA has fined Golden State Warriors owner Joe Lacob $50,000 U.S. for violating the league's anti-tampering rule with comments he made about 76ers guard Ben Simmons. Lacob said the Warriors had no interest in the disgruntled Sixers guard. How's that tampering? Simmons reportedly plans to sit out 76ers training camp. 
but uh, he is expected to re-sign there. That's what I'm getting down here, Moose. That's the word. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. More of a sports update coming up a little uh, later on with today's news. But on the A.C. Leonard thing, I'm seeing a lot of comments online, a lot of talk at three down about him being suspended the two games for failing to give the urine sample and a third for abusing the official. Um, I wanted to read the comment here from the Hockey Club podcast, and I can't find it up there in Tallahassee. Corey in Tallahassee saying, Rod, we got room for you. And Moose, too. Did you see that comment from the Hockey Club podcast? No, I missed it. Uh, Want to write in again, Patty? Former pro player Corey Patterson, the Sizzler. Anyways, he says he's got room for us. Um, A.C. Leonard, um, if it was any lesser of a player, he probably would be suspended uh, or maybe maybe cut by his team. He's the best pass rusher on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, one of the best teams in the CFL. And for that reason, I don't think he'll be cut. Why does Evander Kane still have a job? He led the San Jose Sharks in scoring last year. Certainly not comparing A.C. Leonard to Evander Kane in terms of a person. A.C. Leonard was on the Rough Riders when I was on the Rough Riders, but I didn't know the guy. Never had a conversation with him. Nobody seemed to have a problem with the dude. But I don't think he'll be cut because he's too good of a player. We discussed this already. For sure. Your thoughts. No, and that's the unfortunate part of sports, right, is sometimes how good you are, how much money you can make for the team, how many goals you can score can cover up a lot of issues right if you're a bad person scoring goals can sometimes cover that up and we'll sign you despite this and we'll try and get you help and we'll try and rehabilitate you and make you a better person sure so we see that a lot but also like again i don't know ac leonard either but i can understand people a little bit and look at if you made a mistake and maybe he was going to test positive and he knew he was going to test positive well you get real defensive in that moment, right? You get real defensive when you've been caught. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person. You may make mistakes, but you get defensive. And then you start treating the person that's accusing you, and he's just the guy showing up to get the sample, but by coming and asking for the sample, right, you get a little bit defensive, and it comes across negatively, and that guy doesn't deserve it, but you're just kind of feeling your back up against the wall, so I get it. We get into those situations, right? If the Rough Riders think A.C. Leonard is a stand-up citizen, and they like him, and he's a good guy in the locker room, and this is just a one-time mistake, they'll bring him back. If he's a bad guy, and he's bad for the football team, and bad for the community, then they won't, right? So, I'd like to give those people the benefit of the doubt on this. I'd like to give A.C. Leonard the benefit of the doubt on this, um, and, and think of this as just an isolated incident. Scott Powell writing on YouTube. He says, checking in late, had some running around to do. Hello from Western North Carolina. Yo, Scott. Been a while since we saw you. Thanks for checking in. Over half our viewers reside in the United States of America. I still don't get it. But that's fine. I think it's great. They've been just so darn nice to us. Um, Like I said down here. I guess one more thing on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And the quote from the head coach, Craig Dickinson, is, we've forgiven A.C. Leonard for the entire incident, the two-game suspension, the abuse of the official. And uh, I'll tell you what, to whoever the crowd is that's wagging their finger at A.C. Leonard and want him cut 
but his team's forgiven him and given him another chance. God help you if you're ever in a situation where you need to be forgiven. Okay? Because yeah. I've gotten second, third, fourth, and fifth chances. And eventually, as my brother says, eventually you hope people figure it out. And A.C. Leonard does not have any track record. Go Google his name. You know, so I just, you can't listen to those people. And that's those people that are waving their fingers. And like I say, God help you that if you're ever in a situation that you need to be forgiven. Remember what you said about other people that needed it. Um, Brady watching in Muskoka, Ontario from the Hockey to Hell and Back podcast says, damn right, Rod. I'm just sick of these sick of them i don't think the term snowflake in this instance applies but you know what i'm what that crowd is darren you're yeah as good a wordsmith as me what what crowd is that i don't know it's the crowd the looking yeah. down my dad would say the looking down your nose crowd right and just people who want to criticize and that we get that everywhere and that's that's part of the business but um yeah you don't want to look in the mirror you want to look at somebody else you want to blame other people for for problems and I get it. I get it. And for me, it, it's, it's all about the people, right? And, and for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, they're forgiving him. You know, people need to be given a chance to grow and to learn from mistakes, right? Is this something that happened or is this who this person is, right? And to me, it sounds like they're forgiving him for this thing that happened, this incident that happened, not for who he is as a person, right? So if that's the case, we make mistakes, if he's a bad guy, then he's a bad guy and that needs to be dealt with. But it sounds like he is a, a person who made a mistake. So the Rough Riders are willing to forgive him and we move on. Oh, people that don't even know AC Leonard are making the assumption and that just burns my grits. Yeah. Uh, from General, the General in Calgary, got to admit, Moose's hair is on point today. Always. Thank um, you. Chris Bird in King City, Ontario. Why do people want to cancel A.C. Leonard? He got suspended. Good enough. Because you got to cancel somebody. From Jimmy Two Tables watching in Calgary. Oh, is he going to be a busy, a busy dog in the next little while? He says the Carl Fix name drop was the highlight of today's show for me. Come on. I had a couple of pretty good uh, <laughs> rants. From Wayne in BC, what a great point, Rod. That's what I love about this show. It's not just about sports, but also human nature. I'm trying to sprinkle in a little bit of uh, Jesus as we can. I bought a T-shirt the other day that says, Sundays are for football and Jesus. Want one? Yeah. The um, Buccaneer shirt that I was wearing the other day. Everybody yeah. wants one of those. Of course. You want one? Of course. It's it says Brady Mason. says Brady 12 on the back, by the way. Wow. Ah, the Hockey Club podcast, still watching. He keeps calling you Daryl. That's the best part. Daryl's hair would flow in that sweet Florida breeze. But, but you know that that's, he watches the show so much. Because remember when Ron Duguay called me Daryl? And then I got the yeah. name tag that said, Daryl, it's in my office. That's how it's you so know fantastic. you got a P1, right? Ron He's Duguay. paying attention. Yeah. <clears throat> I might end up uh, 
looking up Ron Dugay before this trip's over. Why wouldn't you? By the way, as I mentioned earlier, we got some great invitations. I've started a list. Can't even tell you what's been going on down here since we got here. Everybody's just been so welcoming. And <laughs> for those that don't know, this reminds me of the old days. I think I was telling you this on the phone this morning that the old radio station I used to work at, I used to do these shows all over the continent, all over the United States. Yeah. And the deal, the radio show, and the deal was at the radio station was you can do your show wherever the hell you want, but just make sure technically it doesn't screw up. And it never did screw up. And now we're doing it on television, and it's even better because you can see what we're doing. Um, from Mike in Edmonton. This is like a personal text, but I'm going to read it anyways because this is what our viewers think of you and me, Moose. Okay. He's the guy that asked about the Seattle Kraken, who's going to score the first goal in franchise history, and he asked yep. it yesterday, then he asked it again today, and we answered it both days. <laughs> My bad, boys. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you ran out of time and didn't see it. Thanks for taking the time to answer twice. Um, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Red Deer. Rod, gotta say, you're looking great, my friend. It really shows today for some reason. <laughs> Maybe not used to seeing you in a t-shirt. Uh, I almost didn't wear it. Almost didn't wear it. I thought, is this too dressed down? Is this too informal? Because I did get an Atlanta Falcons golf shirt uh, the other day when I bought the Buccaneers shirt. I was going to wear that, but maybe later. Oh, how about that? Um, how about that? Just reading comments as we roll, Moose. Anything you got to say as we sit here right now? Hey, how about a Canada West uh, comment from you before we bring in Scott Flory, which I'm yeah. sure he is going to be logging in soon you're calling the game this weekend i'm not their game unfortunately they're going to play saturday in calgary i'm going to be in winnipeg tomorrow um or yeah i'll be in winnipeg tomorrow and i'm going to be calling play-by-play uh, -play for the winner or the manitoba bisons and the regina rams the lid lifter for uh, canada west um across the region so that'll be fun i'll be doing play-by-play -play for that so i'll be in town but for the huskies they are going to be if not already they're one of the top teams in the country um, and the biggest thing, you know, I was going to send you some, some questions or some notes, but that defense, right? Their defense is really good. But Nelson LaCombo went to the CFL. That was expected. Josh Haggerty went to Toronto and the Argonauts. That wasn't necessarily as expected. So, you know, what's their secondary look like? Mason Nias coming back. They get um, Colton Classen's coming back. I know he had dealt with an injury in the slot. So that's a big piece. He's an emotional leader, Colton Klassen. And they get their running back back, right? Who is one of the best, if not the number one back in the country. So uh, they're looking pretty good in Saskatoon. And, I, and I've got them once on my calendar here in the regular season. So I can't wait for that game. Uh, thank you for that. And we got Scott yeah. Flory coming on next, the Canadian Football Hall of Famer. From uh, to, to do just from the viewers here, Sean McCormick. You know Sean from the Game Plus Studios in Trana. Yes. Which we are back on national television today across all ten provinces and thirty-one states. Sean said, uh, "Back from vacation and see Rod is on a workcation. When and where will Darren's vacation take place? You want to come here and sit at this table at the oh. beach house, Moose, or would you like to be in some other sunny location, some other sunny locale? Yeah, probably. We might as well blanket the country, right? Um, 
but it'll happen. It'll happen. And that's what's so great about what we're doing with this show is you're watching us, you know, do all these kind of pilot things, traveling in different areas and being able to deliver you, you know, quality programming on a daily basis. Because that's what really matters for me is making sure we continue to deliver quality programming, but also having this opportunity to network and build these relationships all across uh, North America at the same time. So I'll be out of the studio a little bit more often here, too. New viewer, just before we break, Rich Gable House watching on Facebook says, attendance in Ottawa last night, 5,392. Wow, no excuses, no matter the reasons. That's terrible for the CFL. What does that tell you? I don't know, but I feel like later on in viewer takeover, when you come back in overtime, we need to address that situation, Moose, because what I've been told in CFL circles is the team's budgeted for two sellouts and they were fine. At least the Rough Riders did, and they've got their two sellouts. So they're not as worried. Surely, like, but they're not, if they survived COVID last year, they're going to survive this. Yeah. I don't know what Ottawa's sellout string, what it was they needed to make their budget. But I just, yeah, the attendance isn't great, but we're still in COVID times. You got the doctors in Alberta saying, don't go to games for God's sakes. So I don't know what it means, but can you think about that for a bit? And then I will. we don't have time now. We're going to bring Florian next, but think about that. And we'll talk yeah. about it in OT. Okay. You bet. All right. The head coach of the U of S Huskies football program, Scott Flory joins us next. We are broadcasting live from the beach house in Pompano beach, Florida on game plus TV, YouTube and Facebook live and 24 hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the rod Peterson show. Now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. There is breaking news this morning that everybody uh, in our comment section is talking about with regards to football. I'm going to read it, and then we'll debate it later with Moose. BC Lions defensive back Gary Peters has been suspended for one game due to verbal abuse and unacceptable behavior towards doping control officers. The suspension is effective immediately. So that is two and two weeks now, and it's a one-game suspension, and for whatever reason, it's going around. But it's ball for all this time of year down here in South Florida, in Canada with U Sports Junior, CFL, and what have you. And Scott Flory, of course, is uh, the head coach of the U of S Huskies football program. They get rolling at the Dinos this week. Coach Flory, how you doing, sir? Happy Thursday to you. <laughs> I'm good, Rod. How are you? Good, good, good. Always good to chat ball with you. Hey, before we look ahead to this week's game against the Dinos, can you talk about last weekend and the homecoming event? I've, I saw Matt Kell out there smiling like crazy. Looked like a wonderful time in Saskatoon at that uh, exhibition game and just the whole spectacle. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was great. I mean, not having played in a couple of years, they have that, uh, you know, the, the conference, the exhibition game. Get that. And we also took it as an opportunity to bring all the alumni back, have an all-year's reunion. Uh, we had a couple hundred uh, alumni here, guys dating back playing in the 50s, um, and all the way through. And it, it was great just to catch up and, and to see a whole bunch of guys that uh, Husky football haven't been around for a while. Yeah, it looked like a fantastic time, and kudos to you guys for putting that on. Now, 
You guys have been practicing for a heck of a long time. <laughs> so I'm sure it must have felt good to put the pads on, hit somebody else last week, but then this week against the Dinos. I got to think, no ex- excuses, Scott. If this is all one big choreographed dance, you guys have had a lot of time to get it right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a long time coming. I, I think that, that's the, that was my first slide at training camp. Was uh, it's just it's been a long time to actually get back uh, and, and building towards towards this. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, like I said, we had that opportunity on the weekend to be able to get some of those kinks out. Uh, but the Dinos, man, they're they're an awesome football team. They're just a, a great uh, club and organization. A uh, ton of respect for Wayne Harrison and, and what he does, and and we got our hands uh, full definitely this Saturday. Well, listen, we've all lost time in COVID times. Like, are we not talking about the defending national champion Calgary Dinos? They're the last ty- team to lift the Vanier, are they not? How similar are they to that team? You know, offensively, they're pretty much uh, intact. I mean, they lost their quarterback. There's no doubt. I mean, Adam Sanagra, he, uh, uh, you know, that's but they've that, that's a loss. But they've got Josiah Joseph. They got a veteran guy there, so they're pretty much intact uh, offensively. Uh, defensively is where you'll see some changes, but. You know, if, if if history is any indicator, they're going to have just new, bigger, better guys there that are ready to play. So we're not anticipating any kind of uh, changes or, or drop-off there from a, from a talent perspective. What about the U of S Huskies? Um, I mean, I, my mind, when I think Huskies, I immediately thought of uh, Nelson Lacombo. I mean... What was your reaction when he popped that Achilles in that pre-training camp session? Because so much was expected out of him. I think you guys thought he might have had a chance to start with the Rough Riders this year. Um, how do you replace him, A? You, you, you probably don't. And what did you think when that happened to Nelson? Yeah, no, I mean, Nelson's just one of those generational-type players. He just doesn't come around every day. And, and we knew we weren't going to have him for his whole uh, his whole uh, U-sports career. Uh, he's just a, such, a, such a talent and such a fantastic young man. Um, yeah, I mean, heartbroken. I mean, he not only went through, I mean, he had a workout down in Washington too with the uh, Washington football club that, you know, was canceled because of a COVID, some guy got COVID the morning of, uh, you know, and then, uh, and then getting to, to training camp there and then the first day or whatever, however it happened. I know uh, my heart broke for him. I know he said, you know, he, and just in talking to him, he's going to come back stronger and all that stuff. And I know he will. Uh, it, it's just, it's heartbreaking. But yeah, it's hard for us to, to I mean, you don't really replace a, a guy like Nelson. Um, but we do, we move on and, and you know, and we, we've got guys. We lose in Hags and we lose Matt Riley and, um, you know, we lose uh, other other really, really good football players. But that's the nature of college football. Uh, and that's the nature of football, period, is that you got to be able to uh, be prepared, be deep enough and be able to move forward. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. But, I mean, I'm going to be following the uh, Huskies closer than ever because of Mason Nias, uh, Mason Nias, a quarterback. And I Solomon Dreger, you've been grooming him for long enough. What's his role going to be on the, the Huskies offensive line this year? I'm good. Went to high school with his parents, for God's sakes. That's how old we are, Scott. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of guys that we're – we're pretty fortunate that we we retain and and uh, we've done a pretty decent job of that and, and developing our guys, especially along the offensive line. So, yeah, Solly's going to get in there, uh, you know. And there's a, there's a bunch of other guys too that have been been chomping at the bit for a few years here and and through COVID and staying focused and, and determined. Um, but yeah, that's just that's part of the process and in, in trying to build a deep football club that we're we're resilient enough to be able to uh, to, to to withstand you know the impact of losing guys and the impact of, of injuries that are going 
going to happen that are inevitable in football. I would be remiss if I didn't ask how Mason Nias does look. I've been following his career since uh, RMF. Uh, how's he looking here as the veteran stud? Yeah, no, Mason looking good. He's got complete control and command of our offense. Uh, you know, he's just such a smart guy, and he's getting the ball out of his hands, which is great. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, we changed a whole bunch offensively just to try and, uh, you know, clean some things up from a quarterback perspective. And, uh, and like I said, he's got complete command of that and, and he's been looking really good. And, and, you know, it's, it's pretty nice that, uh, we also got a, you know, a kid by uh, name of Adam Macker. I don't want to call him a kid anymore, but, uh, but that, that definitely takes the pressure off of any quarterback where he just doesn't have to uh, do everything himself. And, um, yeah, we're, we're excited. Uh, we're, we're really excited to see, to see what, uh, what Saturday holds and uh, hey I gotta ask you how's the turf when you pointed it out to me you waved like Moses over the Black Sea but it was covered in snow that day when you <laughs> when you handed me that Huskies helmet how's it look now uh, that the snow's gone and you've had a lot of work on it yeah, I know it's good. Uh, you know, it's everybody likes new things, right? So it's nice to have uh, have the new things. We we've broken it in enough. We've been on it and practicing and had that game. Uh, guys, a little bit just trying to get their footing on it because it was a little bit different. Uh, um, you know, it's a little bit spongier than the old stuff that was like concrete. So, um, but our but our guys have adjusted it. I mean, it's gonna be great. You know, we we got these two games in the row. Got a little bit of a bye week before uh, we can really put uh, put a homecoming game here together for our fans to be able to see it and, and be able to come in droves. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, congrats on that. All that you got going on there in Huskyville, and I always appreciate chatting ball with you. We're watching real close, Scott. Good luck on Saturday, and hopefully we can do it here later in the fall. I, I appreciate that. Thanks, Rod. And, uh, it looks looks pretty good down there. It looks nice and sunny, so good for you. <laughs> we'll see you when the season's over. Maybe we got room for you. <laughs> Scott Flurry, head coach of the Huskies football program, Canadian Football Hall of Famer, joining us as we broadcast from... Pompano Beach, Florida today. When we come back, the Moose will join us with those CFL questions and full-on viewer takeover. Fire up the Prairie Mobile text line 306-840-8777 or the Facebook and YouTube streams. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It is the final segment. It's overtime. Brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. Just uh, news from this morning, Buffalo Sabres center Jack Eichel has been stripped of his captaincy after he failed his pre-training camp physical and was placed on injured reserve. The move leaves the two sides no closer to a resolution over how to treat a herniated disc, which was sidelined, which has sidelined the player for six months. The Blue Jays are in Minneapolis tonight, kicking off a four-game set with the Twins. Jays enter the contest a half game back of the Idle Yankees for the second American League wildcard berth. Steven Matz will start for the Jays. Max Scherzer tries to stay unbeaten with the Dodgers when he starts against Colorado today at Coors Field. The 37-year-old righty is 7-0 with a .78 ERA in nine starts. And week three of the NFL season 
gets underway tonight in Houston, where the Texans will host the Carolina Panthers. Carolina off to an excellent start at 2-0. Quarterback Mills makes his NFL debut for the Texans, who are 1-1. And uh, Moose wanted to talk about this. A plan to expand the college football playoff has stalled. The CFP management committee was not able to formulate a consensus yesterday on whether to grow the postseason format for American Division I college football from four to 12 teams. Concerns have been raised about some of the details, including how many games a team would end up playing in a season. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Use the promo code RP Show and get 20% off. Okay, Moose, thanks for sitting through that. And you did want to talk about, you thought this was going to go through, did you not? The, well, uh, the vote on the 4-12 to 12 teams? I Originally, this week, the hiccups have kind of come into place, and now you start to wonder, is this actually going to happen or not? The earliest, I believe, that it could happen is 2023. You know, so it, it wasn't, you know, something that's going to happen immediately for this season. But 2023 sounds like it was the earliest. I still think eventually it is what's best for college football. I think it will be good for them. Um, TV deals and contracts, of course, money rules, right? Um, and right now, I believe ESPN is in the middle of a five-year deal or they have five years remaining on their deal. This is an opportunity to extend that. You can extend this at an above-market ask, or you can start to bring in other networks and create a bidding process because you're creating all, uh, a whole slew of very, very um, entertaining, high-dollar games, right? Playoff games in college football are very, very attractive to sponsors. They're very attractive to the networks because they attract like large viewership. So I think that's part of it, too. Um, I think you look at the other leagues, too. You, you know, it's... It, College football is controlled by the Power 5 schools. Um, so, yeah, hiccup this week. I'm very curious to see where it goes. But I'd love nothing more than to see a 12-team playoff. Yeah, no, well, of course. And actually now with the concessions about players actually being able to benefit from the use of their likeness and image, I would have a very difficult time believing that the players were behind this vote. And I, I'm with you. Eventually it's going to happen. The question is, how soon? Yeah. Uh, by the way, the text line is open 306-840-8777. That's 840-8777. Please write it down. Put it on your coffee table. Put it on your fridge. By the way, earlier on today, I had the rant about the COVID controls. Now in Alberta, doctors begging the orders and flames not to have full arenas. Uh, Rod's rant is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Call us today and book your duck cleaning. I know if you mention the Rod Peterson show, they will give you 10% off. So that is better than a kick in the head, Moose. And I just got to say this on this CFL thing. Uh, I, again, I look at the CFL. They continue to be a ticket-driven league, revenue-wise. And I'm sitting here in South Florida, like a buddy of mine, football guy, Mike, you know him, calls me the other day and he's like, how are things in South Florida? I'm like, well, it's... Well, you know. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's great. You know what I mean? Like they're just so forward-thinking. I mentioned, the, right, the tech thing and stuff. I'm like, you know how it is, Mike. And you know the Mike that I'm talking about. He's probably watching right now. But I think the CFL, we're talking about attendance issues and the rain. I mean, there was a comment in here earlier from Don Mitchell, but there's been so many comments come through, I can't find it. He said how crappy the weather conditions were last night. But I know the problems facing the CFL right now 
Well, they sure as hell aren't our problems. But I think that a lot of bad decisions going back many, many years, at least 10, maybe 20 years, are catching up to them now. And yeah. the fact that, yeah, they didn't, they didn't play in 2020 bad enough. Now they're playing in 2021, shortened season. They can't have full crowds. Some can, some can't. I asked you earlier to put your thinking cap on, not that it's your job to talk about this, but how much trouble does the CFL in? Because I'm at a point where I don't, I used to sit awake at night and worry about this. I don't worry about it anymore. I know. And the attendance issues, if there was less than 6,000 at the game last night, look at, there are other things that go into it. It was raining. It was pouring rain last night. How many people want to stand and watch a game in the pouring rain? Not many, but we still do it once in a while. It's still shockingly low. But also, too, there are a growing number of people that don't really want to go out right now in the pandemic. They just don't. And even if they're vaxxed, not vaxxed, worried about catching it, not worried about catching it, they're just not that interested. So it is an issue for the CFL. I don't think you can make big life-altering, league-altering decisions based on what we're seeing in a pandemic right now. you got to see if this continues past this year to next year. You talked about teams budgeting for two sellouts. The Riders got theirs. Looks like I think Winnipeg's got theirs. You know, um, we have to find a way to get through this season. And if it continues past it, that's an issue. Um, but attendance issues, things like that, you can't chalk it all up right now because of we're in a pandemic. But we'll see. Uh, Scott Powell in North Carolina says, yep, yeah, it, it would be a good thing. And maybe a team like Coastal Carolina would have a chance to get in. Who cares if we win it? That's the whole thing. I would have liked to have seen the NHL go to 24 teams. I can't believe they didn't. Uh, from the hockey club podcast the official college football team of the rp shows the florida state seminoles they stink this year so you won't be accused of jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> <laughs> they're chiming in from tallahassee moose see you tomorrow truth's in the coffee it's truth serum for more rod peterson on demand visit rodpeterson.com Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.